to Stories in Ink, a new podcast in conjunction with Empty Can Productions. I'm Spencer Kennard. Happy Halloween, everybody. I hope you're all doing well and staying safe and healthy, and you have a great holiday. So here it is, the first official episode of Stories in Ink. I'm super excited to have you listening, hopefully again. Um, you know, I hope that you picked up on our teaser episode. Uh, if you didn't, you can go check it out anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, wherever you found this podcast, you should actually be able to find the episode as well. Um, you know, just a real quick summary of what we do here on the show. Uh, we, you know, we bring in people, we talk about their tattoos, and we use those as a jumping off point to talk about, you know, other just different topics, things like that. Um, it's a very conversation-based show. Uh, joining me, you know, as always, is Jesse Luciani. Uh, Jesse, how are we doing tonight? Uh, doing pretty good. How is uh, the Halloween sale going? Oh, it's been crazy. I mean, we've been nonstop here at the shop. You know, we uh, so we do these flash sales every month um, at the end of the month, and this one was specifically themed Halloween. So it's been really cool um, just to see, you know, what everyone is getting, what they're doing um, in regards to that. Uh, so. This is actually coming out on Saturday, so we have one more day mm-hmm. of them on Sunday, So, uh, which is obviously tomorrow, um, <laughs> <laughs> dating everything, I guess, a little bit here. But, uh, you know, if you still want to come get something done, come through, see us, you know. <laughs> it's spooky season all year long. Oh, it definitely is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 2020 has been scary enough spooky, the entire spooky. time. I don't, I don't, you know, like... I think all of 2020 has been spooky season. Oh, 100%. So. It's going to be spooky season until yes. the countdown on January or December. You know, um, yeah, anytime. Anytime 2020 wants to be over. But <laughs> that being said, um, so, how are you uh, doing, man? What's been, what's been going on with you? Oh, not much. I've just been working hard with uh, the other podcast that's being released right now on the same day as this one, The Rotten Review Show. With uh, me and my friend Joseph just doing a deep dive into horrible cinema because of 2020 being so horrible, we figure we can laugh at some good horrible cinema. Now, do you guys have your first film that you're going to be doing? The first film we're going to be doing is the 2010 not so classic Priest. It's uh, it's yeah, I... it's I like to call it um, Vatican steampunk. Oh, yep. Ew. It's that I won't spoil too much. Everyone, uh, when you're done listening to this, go I'm... over to the Rotten Review Show and check that out. <laughs> okay. Well, very cool. Um, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear things are like taking off and you know, kind of going through going through all those things. Yep. Um, so Spencer, who know. are we uh, tattooing today? Uh, so this is this is the thing, man. I'm actually tattooing myself. Um, we, I thought it would be kind of fun to start the way I started, um, you know, with the first, yeah, you know, I I thought it'd be fun to kind of start with the first person I tattooed, um, which, you know, that, that was myself. (laughs) Um, I made it so that, you know, whenever I started tattooing, I wasn't going to, you know, tattoo anyone until I put myself through what I would put them through. Um, and it's become this little tradition that I do every year just to kind of remind myself of, uh, you know, just, uh, I don't want to say the pain I put everyone through, but, uh, you know, that, I guess that's kind of no better way to say it. Yeah. But, um, it is, 
I don't know. There's also something about kind of marking yourself mm-hmm. annually and you being the person to do it. Um, I don't know. It's maybe maybe it's a little ritualistic, but I I, yeah. I, I think it sounds cool. <laughs> like, what, what was like the first like tattoo you gave yourself? Oh, it's it's something, man. Um, <laughs> so it's a I guess traditional looking uh, mm-hmm. skull and dagger. Um, it's right on my thigh, like, um, and for some reason I decided to do it like eight inches long because I was like, oh, and not only is it just eight inches long, it's also um, in color because that was a good idea. So not only am I lining the tattoo, I'm also packing color into my leg, <laughs> just going to town, just dur, 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 trying to get it, to, you know, figuring it out. Oh yeah, this was God. back when I was apprenticing and, um, <laughs> It was definitely one of those experiences <laughs> where you're, you know, you got, I, I feel like you got to be willing to lay down a little bit of skin on yourself if you're apprenticing just because uh, you can't, you know, you, you can't, you can't be putting it everywhere no, else yeah. through some pain and you're not getting, you know, <laughs> you're not feeling the pain of your own hand. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, man, um, it's, uh, it, it's wild. So I do it every year and, you know, the running joke is like, you know, with anything, you get better over time. So it's just my leg just keeps looking better and better because <laughs> you know, it, started, it started pretty piss poor. <laughs> so it's all yeah. it's all uphill from here. I mean, yep. maybe that no, is it? It's only better from here. Yeah, eh, only uphill, so, I guess. Yeah, but it's 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 an uphill climb. Yeah, downhill. There you go. There's your yogi. <laughs> It's a it's a downhill upward climb. <laughs> Sounds grand. Yeah, that's that's tattooing. That's tattooing. Asks you what, yep. what, what, what's tattooing? That's all you have to say. It's an uphill downhill. It's, uphill, climb. it's a downhill uphill climb. <laughs> downhill uphill climb. <laughs> Welcome to Stories in Ink. It's a <laughs> well, and that's the that's the really cool thing about tattoos, man. Is like so. You know, looking back, like, so, um, you know, this is, what, five years down the line, mm-hmm. and I'm looking back at that first tattoo I did, and I, I, you know, five years doesn't sound like as long as it is. Like, five years is a significant amount of time in your life to pass, and you just you reflect on who you were and the people that were there and, you know, the people that aren't there now, and... It's, you know, obviously it's the choices we make, it's the things that we do, it's what we go through, but it, it is kind of crazy just to see how our journeys go. Yeah. I, I mean, is that, some, I mean, I guess like, you know, is that something you feel like is pretty universal? Like you just, oh, no, I mean, well, I, I, the, the passage of time I always felt was a very universal thing. And it's something that I know for a fact, something I always, always think about is where I was like five years ago or or what I even was last year compared to where I am now. I think like tattoos though are cool because it gives you like a physical marker. It does. It it um, shows where you were and what you were feeling in that exact moment for what you get. Well, and I think it's a really cool thing about memory too, is because mm-hmm. how we, whenever we look at memory and how memory changes over time, you know, 
it's that that whole rose-colored lens kind of idea yeah. that you're always looking back on things more fondly than they were when they actually happened. And I don't know. It's a cool way that our stories evolve. Hmm. Um, you know, if you listen to the first episode, I said something about how tattoos are um, in oral. Well, it, they're they're. It's an oral tradition in a visual medium. Yes. Right? It's a, it's a way for us to tell our stories and tell those things about where we've been and what we're doing and where we're going. But at the same time, it's also just another way that we, um, you know, there's something phys- like about physically seeing something and being able to tell your story. Mm-hmm. That just, you can't, I, I, it's so hard to do. I'm trying to put it into words and I don't feel like I'm doing a good job. At no, no, you are. You but are. If you, if you, but if you have tattoos or even if you don't have tattoos, it, I mean, people will always come up and ask you, Hey, what does that mean? Yeah. What, why, why, why do you have that on you? Mm-hmm. Why are you marked like that? And I don't think anyone does it out of like a, I mean, there's obviously jerks everywhere, right? Yeah. Of but I don't think anyone, anyone does it out of like a, a spite or a hateful thing. I mean, let's be real 90% of the time. Cause it's just curious. Yeah, like nine out of 10 times. Yeah. And you know, I, I think though it's this thing of like, you, you've gone through something, you've had a journey and I can instantly recognize that you've been through that part of your journey. And it's interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. it, it's, it's visual. It's different. You've made a choice to make a mark and of why, why, I mean, why would you not want to hear what that person's been through? Of course. Yeah. I just think it's a really cool way to, I don't know. It's a, it's a little way of accessibility maybe, but I also like, I also don't think that as someone who is tattooed, I don't think you need to tell, everyone what every tattoo means no one something can just be for yourself it doesn't have to be for the world to explain well yeah exactly and i think that that whole kind of like like i think that you know we have value right so even if you even if the fun little tattoo like it still has meaning because you have meaning yeah so therefore all your tattoos have meaning like you know that seems like I'm saying it kind of flippantly, but sometimes it's just good enough for us to be like, remind ourselves of that, you know, that I do matter. And again, this goes back to the physical process of marking yourself and yeah. finding meaning within yourself, you know, but no. I, I know I, I mean, some, all of these things that we're talking about are some of the reasons why I really, I, I think fell in love with tattooing. It's why I still wake up every day and, you know, I joke about it. I work, I work, I work, but it's what really keeps me going and gets me going is the fact that, you know, I really do feel like I get to help people tell their stories. And, you know, as an artist, that's one of the most humbling things you can do Mm -hmm. is helping someone kind of articulate um, a story about themselves. Because you got to think again, that tattoo, the life of the tattoo is a lot longer than my interaction with it. Um, just as the artist. So being able to help someone tell their story, you know, you should, you should feel so lucky as to be able to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I know you do this like every year. So what, it, what, what's the tattoo you're going to do this year? Uh, so this year it's uh it's an interesting one. It's a, uh, it's a mashup tattoo. Okay. Um, 
it's but it's like a, three different characters all kind of mashed together um so it's uh it's interesting right like because cartoons and animation has been something that has been a part of my life for a really long time um i was a saturday morning cartoon kid mm-hmm. you know like it was we didn't have cable growing up we didn't have cartoon network we didn't have disney channel we didn't have nickelodeon so if you wanted to watch cartoons it was just on saturday morning mm. um you know, because it was on the local channel yeah, yeah. before the you know the news came on. Um, so it was one of those things where, you know, I I remember getting up and just watching cartoons and just being like, "What is this? This is new. This is awesome." Um, and you know, I I remember going to my whenever we would visit my aunt and uncles that had cable. You know, all I would do I just play it myself in front of the TV for hours. <laughs> Cause it was just like blocks of animation. Mm. Like they had Cartoon Network. It was like, what? There's, <laughs> there's these, what? A whole I channel. Scooby-Doo all the time. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember waking up at like 5am to watch Alvin and the Chipmunks on Cartoon Network, like that <laughs> kind of thing. But, um, you know, that being said, like, you know, animation has always, has been a big part of my life. You know, we, I, I grew up watching all the Disney films, you know, we had those on VHS, like we had the, you know, there's so many, so many VHS with the VCR, but, uh, you know, we had the Disney home videos. So, you know, again, because we didn't have cable, I'd watch mm-hmm. it all the time. Um, you know, we would watch these movies over and over and over again. So like Disney was also a big part of my life. And I realize I haven't told you what the tattoo is yet. Nope. <laughs> no, I knew you were going to get back to it. So yeah, I, you know, anyone, again, anyone that knows me knows I like talking circles a lot. Um, <laughs> and the story is always takes like 20 minutes to tell. Hmm. Um, and we might never actually get the story told. I am, I'm an old man. Well, no, that's why you, you brought me on so I can gently uh, prod you into the right direction. Yeah, you know, you could just say, Spencer, you you need <laughs> to finish your thought. Um, look, my job is to concentrate on one thing at a time, and yeah. like I get fixated very easily. <laughs> but uh, so it's a mashup. So again, animation was always big, um, but like you know, um, with Disney, you can't you can't go any more iconic than Mickey. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm really I'm really partial to like that very early. Uh, kind of version of Mickey Mouse with the big starburst in the background and yeah. things like that. So the mashup starts with Mickey. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, on the on the right side of the tattoo, so that face goes into Jerry from Tom and Jerry mm. because I would say, like, it's so hard for me to say that what my favorite cartoon is, but like, I love Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Like I absolutely love it. I love the fact there's no dialogue. I love the fact that it's all music. Um, and just like the, like it's slapstick. Yeah. But at the same time, the way you're able to do all of these things without any dialogue, it's just, mm-hmm. to me, it's just like in- incredible to like, yeah, it's formulaic. There's always kind of the same kind of gags, maybe time in time out, but like, it's just so cool to see it. 
I mean, I actually had, had a Tom and Jerry fighting game on GameCube. I remember <laughs> that. I remember that game. Right. I had it, it for the PS2, though. It was like this Mortal, it was like <laughs> yeah, this mortal, mortal Kombat, Kombat of like of Tom this, and Jerry. Yeah, melee like, battle sequence. Uh, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so you have you have the two mice, right? And then the third one is actually uh, Rat Fink. So are you familiar with Rat Fink at all? I am. I don't know a lot of the history about it, but I do remember the artwork. It was in like Hot Rods and things like that. It was. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's kind of like the... I don't know if I guess you could say like the patron saint of hot rods of custom car culture. <laughs> yeah, like you yeah, see yeah. Rat Fink on everything. He's this big, disgusting anti Mickey Mouse. He's like neon green, like slobber <laughs> everywhere, pimples. He's all gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, you know, it's it's also the type of what's called lowbrow art, mm-hmm. which again, it's like Southern California you know, 50s, 60s, like custom car culture was a huge thing. And it's something like I, I don't really get to talk about a lot because um, I don't get to, to do it as much <laughs> as I would like to with just the amount of work that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, I love tinkering. I'm a, I'm a tinkerer. I love to like get in under the hood and just be like, oh, this can be like this. And unfortunately, in most modern cars, you can't do that because it'll void the warranty really quickly <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because you got to be a technician. But uh, it's definitely something that like working on some of those cars, like I, I just I miss. And it's just the, the imagery is so cool. I, I love it. You know, so um, that whole like gross greaser kind of thing yeah like, yeah i i feel like i might fall into that category some days <laughs> you know with the scraggly the hair the, ugh, all the, the scraggly hair and the coming in and whatever but you know all of those things kind of combine to uh, create this image and you know it's something that it's fun which mm-hmm. i don't i'm really i'm really bad at fun um I'm a very serious person a lot of the time. Um, and, you know, it's something that, like, brings me joy, mm. you know, and I think that's also important, right? These are all different instances, different things. These are, like, the three different faces people. of your joy. Yeah, and, you know, like, I remember, like, I wanted to be an animator when mm. I was younger. Like, I really did. So, you know, cartoons in general, like, are just a big part of my life. You know, like like I said, waking up on Saturday mornings, but even like things I think back of like it was definitely in like the the Eisner area era of Disney, like when they made some really bad decisions about the theme parks, but the films are really good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like I mean there's little quirks to like this day that I still have just because of things that I watched. Like, you know, I remember watching these vacation planning tapes. Like, we never went to Disney World, but we had the vacation planning tapes. <laughs> you know what I think, now that I'm tell, telling this story, I think we, because the way they would get your information is you mm. went to the Disney store. Because mm. they used to have Disney stores in these things yeah. called malls <laughs> that people used to go to to buy things <laughs> in the long, long ago. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> you know, they, they, they made a whole zombie movie about malls. I do. I had that on VHS. <laughs> I remember because I stole it from Blockbuster, which is something that kids won't remember what that is anymore. You know, um, yeah, I, I, anyway. <laughs> Back to your story. Now that we're old, old man reminiscing. Um, 
but I remember like we had these vacation planning tapes and I convinced myself that if I wanted to be an animator at Disney, you had to let someone watch mm-hmm. you while you drew. Like they were able to watch uh, over your shoulder because in this stupid vacation planning tape, you got to watch a real Disney film getting animated. And of course they were just artists that they hired to sit there and draw the same sketch over and, yeah. over, and over again. But my naive brain was just like, oh, that's what you got to do if you want to be an animator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but even to this day, like my process, when I sit down and like talk to somebody and we're like going through a drawing, I can sit there and draw and it's no problem for me to have someone kind of watch what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, this, these are all parts of, these are all parts of my story, my journey, my, you know, all these kind of things. And, you know, it's so cool because I guess I just get to feel like I tell that, get to tell that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what these tattoos are, man. Like, you know, while I'm looking back at what has been and what has brought me joy, I'm looking at what is bringing me joy in this moment. And it's being able to do that tattoo. It's mm-hmm. being able to tattoo in general. And I just, you know, it's such a unique and yeah. cool feeling that, you know, I just, Again, it's like I've said multiple times. I just feel lucky to be able to do it, you know? Yeah. Well, no, that sounds really awesome, and I can't wait. I know I can't wait to see it finished. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, so what we're actually going to do is I'm actually going to be posting it on our Instagram page. So Mm -hmm. if you actually go over to um, Stories and Ink Pod on Instagram, you actually will be able to see the uh you're actually going to be able to see a few tattoos right Mm -hmm. um you'll see the first tattoo i did that i talked about here um (laughs) you're actually going to be able to see the new tattoo i did so you can you can judge for yourself how much better i've gotten um no they both hurt Uh, (laughs) um, but it's actually that actually kind of leads us to um you know again explaining more about the guests about the people that we're going to be having on this show um You'll be able to see on the Instagram a tattoo that I've done on them before, as well as the new tattoo, the new finished tattoo that I do on them. So it's a, you know, this is a cool way for you to see not not only hear the story, but see what they're actually getting to tell their stories. Mm. So, um, no, I, again, man, I, I'm super excited, uh, for all of these upcoming guests. Um, I'm not going to ruin, not going to. I'm going to keep it on the DL. No, no, no. Right we're we're going to we'll no, sprinkle okay, a little information here exactly and there. who I got coming up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, – we got a great lineup of people coming up, a lot of different personalities, a lot of people from a lot of different walks, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, that's what – again, that's what we – you know, it's what we and I want to do with this podcast is kind of hear those stories from people that are, you know – different and the same you know that compare and contrast that you know helps us kind of grow as people so you know that's uh i think that's i mean that's uh, that's that's the story in ink yeah i (laughs) you know it's uh i think that's the story man i think at least for me for this little one that's my story um you know, I'm not, again, I'm not someone that ever, if you, I, I'm a pretty open book. Now we all have our reservations. We all have our things that we don't go into, but you know, for me, I think being able to, to talk about, um, 
you know, having a picture to tell a story makes it a lot easier. <laughs> I, I, I guess uh, words are hard. Picture books are where it's at, man. Like, that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be a picture book. <laughs> I don't words good. <laughs> that's great for this completely audio format. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's uh, that's pretty, you know, that's, for me, that's the story I wanted to tell with this episode. Um you know, again, kind of giving people a feel for how it's going to work. Um, but again, check back. Be, keep constantly checking back. We're going to be posting more content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're going to keep having great people, great conversations. And, you know, I'm super excited um, to see how this goes. I mean, uh, Jesse, on behalf of Empty Can, is there anything like, uh, you know, you wanted to say before we sign off here? Uh, don't forget to give us a like and a look and a little bit of love here at Stories in Ink. And tune in next Monday for the next episode. Yes. So this episode is airing on 1031 on Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> um, so... The uh, I'm pulling up the calendar here, but the next one will actually be on the following Monday. So it won't be this Monday coming up. It'll be the next Monday. Yes. Um, which will be Monday the 9th. So yes, Monday the 9th. Be sure to check out our next uh, our next episode. Spencer Kennard from Stories in Ink. Until next time, thanks for stopping by. Thank you for listening to Stories in Ink. Tune in every other Monday for new episodes. You can find past episodes of Stories in Ink, as well as other Empty Can Productions originals, on all of your favorite streaming platforms from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. Just search for Stories in Ink. Stories in Ink was created by Spencer Kennard and Jesse Luciani. It is an Empty Can Production original and is recorded at Red Tattoo Studio in New York City, New York. Executive producers are Spencer Kennard and Jesse Luciani.